0: hello you're listening to take me back to my virtual reality it's time to trooper transform as we cross the reality barrier into the world of vr troopers i'm your host mark and i'm joined by the other one who's also a host i'm rob and take a look at me now
1: (laughs) i'm just an empty space uh i could keep singing but i'm not going to uh hi (laughs) hi, mark how's it going
0: yeah yeah it's 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 going good it's uh (laughs) It's been a, a little while since we recorded. Yes. So I I worry I'm going to be a bit rusty, but I'm sure it'll all be fine. We'll be fine. We'll be fine.
1: Yeah. Uh, this episode, the disappearance, is what we're talking about. Which, uh, the t- as a title, I was like, oh, someone's going to like just disappear somewhere, then you have to find them. But no, it's about Jeb turning invisible. So. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's like we- weirdly literal.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but then again, last episode we were we were. Uh, worried that uh, Grimlord's greatest hits would be a uh, a, a clip show so uh <laughs> you know can't can't trust these uh titles uh, no not at all but yeah talking about the disappearance this episode of the, of the troops uh it was released on the 25th of October 1994 a whole 6 days after the last episode almost weekly at this point um uh, since then, uh, North Korea Signed a pact to stop the nuclear program And as you all know, that lasted for a very long time
0: Forever, <laughs> definitely held up Yeah, that uh, went really well Good thing they did that and
1: Yeah, absolutely <laughs> uh, And a statue of a guy called Sam Houston was raised in Texas uh, And I found out That he's a major figure in what's called The Texas Revolution, which is where The Battle of the Al- Alamo is from uh, because yeah. I guess Texas used to be part of Mexico, which I didn't know, because I guess I didn't get taught that part of American history, because I'm not American. But anyway, <laughs> um, so yeah, it was part of the Texas Revolution. Uh, so Texas wanted to become independent from Mexico. The Mexicans were like, y- y- this is kind of like a ploy to kind of be annexed by the United States, which was. was. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, uh, this guy, he was like a big figure. He was one of the early presidents of the Republic of Texas i guess before they were properly integrated as a state Mm. uh anyway he hated mexicans so that's cool um yeah lovely great statue Mm. although probably not as bad as statues uh (laughs) in the south so um (laughs) yes very true apparently he was pro getting uh indigenous americans their land back or whatever so yeah yeah and had a literally had a fight in congress with someone who told him that he was lying (laughs) 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 which is kind of funny um (laughs) Yeah, anyway, old Americans, yeah, whatever. Uh, so this episode was written by Robert Hughes, who we've talked about before, uh, and directed by uh, old John Grant Whale, or Blizzard or whichever one this one is. Um, so uh, yeah, that, that, that's it really, not much <laughs> to go into for this one. So should we do it to it, should we go into the episode?
0: I, I guess we should. Countdown,
1: control, Four, three, two, one.
0: So, we open, as always, at the Korean Friendship Bell, and Ryan's dad and Ryan's dad's son are talking telepathically again. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Uh, Apparently, Ryan has to feel his centre, which he, adult Ryan, interprets this as, you know, trusting my instincts and using everything available to me, and I succeed. A Uh, nice, vague moral. uh, Yeah. On my second, you know, I always take my notes for my second viewing, and even then, I was like, I'm not even sure this relates to the episode, like... (laughs) There are some tenuous links, but it doesn't actually relate to how anything goes in the episode anyway. So.
0: Yeah, not, <laughs> yeah, not at all. No. Um, so, after that, we cut to the troopers, and it's a welcome return to seeing them <laughs> ride around on something. And this time, it's jet skis. Hell yes. Uh, which is
1: relevant to when we're recording, because Owen Wilson on the Loki show last week was like, Oh, <laughs> man, jet skis are cool. Um, you know, it's the, the ultimate combination of form and function like sh- sure whatever <laughs> uh, i guess jet-, jet skis are cool i guess i think it's uh there's a deeper meaning to it in loki but whatever who cares um yeah <laughs> uh, they're having fun but the editing is really weird and makes it look like it's a fever dream and someone's about to crash <laughs> and die like they've got all these like uh, overlays of close-ups uh compared to them riding in the distance and it yeah it's just that's not how you would normally edit that scene and it's really weird to me i was like what's gonna happen is this grim lord and like fucking appear <laughs> on a like an armored <laughs> jet boat and uh shoot them down or something this is strange you know yeah it Almost was
0: like a, a dream sequence <laughs> it was so bizarre they like they mirrored like some shots yeah. and so it it was like they were just like riding into themselves and uh yeah. they did that that, you know sort of pre gopro thing of just having them sit on it whilst the camera sat in front of them to make it look like you know it was a an action shot but it was yeah. obviously just them like on the on the shore just being like yeah <laughs> it was like, there was so much yeah all right it oh yeah just, there was yeah it felt like it it went on for a lot longer than it needed to it, <laughs> it, was... it did go on for an entire minute straight which is maybe
1: why they decided <laughs> to do some silly editing to make it less boring for kids but uh it was was almost know. hypnotic in a way <laughs> Yes, uh, and they get off the jet skis, and that's the last we ever see
0: the jet skis. But uh, <laughs> uh, you know, that's for troops for you. And uh, they, once they're they're back on on the shore on the shore on the coast, they notice that uh, Jeb is missing, and they've cottoned on now because yeah. they instantly assume that it was Grimlord that did I, it. I can't believe it's taken them this long. I mean, they've learned. Know. You know,
1: uh, congratulations, V R Troopers. You've learned that. <laughs> <laughs> when something's off, it's not just there. Or whatever it could be, fucking Grimlord, you know.
0: <laughs> um, so they sort of they walk around looking for uh, for Jeb, and Caitlin says to this one group of people, "Have you guys seen a large brown dog?" Uh, in my notes here, I've written, "I'm sure that will narrow it down."
1: <laughs> uh, but like considering the weird editing in that jet ski stuff, there are some like really nice shots in this episode. And they have this one where, like, they're searching for Jeb. They're, like, yelling, Jeb, where are you, boy? And, like, Caitlin kind of crests a hill in the background. And then uh, JB walks in front of her in the middle ground. And suddenly mm. Ryan's in the, in the foreground right next to the camera kind of saying, Jeb. But it was, like, really nicely timed. And I was like, that's weird. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's, it stands out for being kind of a nice shot. And, like, yeah, kind of, uh, you know, weird shots you're trying to. Uh, show give an emotion and like it did kind of show that they were kind of looking everywhere for him or whatever. But uh, yeah, it was just weird that like after weird editing on the jet skis, <laughs> we had this pretty nice shot.
0: <laughs> yeah, there was there was actually quite a nice, uh, uh, quite a lot of nice shots in this episode. Mm. I thought, but we can we can Look get to that. those as yeah. they as they crop up. Um, so eventually, uh, we see Jeb who's uh, being fed an ice cream by a girl on a bench. And, yeah, as uh, you do. And uh, the troopers come over, and they're, they're like, oh yeah, thanks thanks for finding <laughs> thanks for finding my dog. And then Not the... even,
1: sorry for your ice
0: cream? Or... <laughs> <laughs> no. Then she gets up, and there's a really horrible bit of ADR, yeah. where she's just like, don't mention it. <laughs> <laughs> she's suddenly a uh, 40-year-old lady from New Jersey, yeah, don't mention it. <laughs> <laughs> and then she hands Ryan the ice cream, and she leaves. Yep. That's it. Bye. <laughs> Jeb can still <laughs>
1: eat the ice cream. Uh, doesn't he bark like ice cream or something stupid like that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Did he have what, what color was it? Was it green? Was it guacamole flavored ice cream?
0: Uh, no. Ah, oh, I wish it was. It was a. It looked like it was strawberry or something. But ah. I, I wish. I wish it was green.
1: Can Can dogs eat? I, I should look this up. Normally, this is the kind of thing I would. But do can dogs eat ice cream? I'm not sure. Uh,
0: uh, no. A lot of people um from my experience of uh working in ice cream shops for yes. many years uh n- no they shouldn't eat ice cream but lots <laughs> of people feed their dogs ice cream anyway but it can make them quite sick
1: i bet i bet you there's also like uh, if you go to like specialist pet markets or whatever they'll have like dog safe ice cream or whatever um yeah
0: yeah you, you can get like a uh, little little tubs of dog ice cream which some places have which is quite, quite that's cute. cute yeah that's cute i like that um So, uh, yeah, after Jeb
1: gets horrible stomach aches from eating all that ice cream, um, Ryan says something about, um, oh, yeah, oh, you know, never do that again. Never disappear again. So uh, we cut to Zictor, who's like, (laughs) his spider sense is tingling. is like, disappearing, huh? (laughs) So Ryan doesn't like it if his dog disappears. like, oh, yeah, (laughs) it's hardly a fucking revelation, Zictor. (laughs) Carl Zictor.
0: I think, like, I think he said something like he just doesn't like it when things disappear, and I just thought, oh well, no shit! Like you're stealing his dog all the time. Like of course he's gonna have a bit of a complex about it.
1: But this is where we get another good shot where they like show the refraction of Ziktor in the crystal ball, kind of upside down. Yeah. Uh, which sort of implies he gets information from the crystal ball, which he doesn't. <laughs> we see, he just- actually, no, it does. Then like cut to him watching them on the TV. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he just has like. Like a, a an invisible camera just going around looking them all the ways. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, they they seem to imply that a lot with the crystal ball. Like, oh, this, but it just mm. it's just for him to place his hand on it. Doesn't really yes. do anything. <laughs> and uh, speaking of which, he does,
1: and he does his old Henshin thing. You know, uh, Ziktor Henshin, <laughs> uh, or whatever whatever it is, Grimlord Henshin, <laughs> uh, and then he jumps in the air, Tor, and becomes a uh, Grimlord Rider. Um, <laughs>
0: Forces of darkness, empower me! Take me back to my virtual reality!
1: Uh, there is actually a, a bad guy on a motorbike today, so, uh, you know, yes. I'm not too far off, actually.
0: <laughs> um, So we're in the, the ghost bank, or whatever, and uh, uh, maybe some other stuff happens, I don't know. There's a, there was like this weird shot where it was like the camera was just like panning through the monsters just mm. kind of scrambling around, but that didn't really appear to be for anything i guess it was just some stock footage they had yes and they were going to use it um but grimlor talks to Ispot, who's invented some sort of invisibility potion
1: yes which turns out to be a, a ray gun um, yes
0: not at all a potion a potion
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was weird And they kept calling it a potion uh whatever um, <laughs> <laughs> um but it's funny because um it's, it's the kind of thing oh you know oh Ah, yes, what if I did a thing? But actually, turns out that's a thing he was already doing anyway, so he already <laughs> had I-Spot make the potion for him, and, uh, yeah, when he comes in, he's, ooh, our superior intelligence is about to bring us victory over the forces of reality, which I think is a uh, forces of reality, nice turn of phrase, I like that, <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, that's it, we, we learn that the invisibility potion is being made, and we go back to Tell Dojo.
0: The the troopers are all sort of standing in the line and they're having a a lesson, I guess. Uh, yeah, like a
1: philosophical and, lesson.
0: <laughs> and uh, Tao asks what's what the most important thing is to. Uh, I almost said a Saturn then for some reason, but that's that's not what they are. Uh, a martial artist was probably the phrase that he used. I think and, he said uh, warrior, but yeah, he didn't he didn't yeah. say Sega Saturn. We're not uh, in
1: that era just yet. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he he says it and JB's like speed, and he's like no. Caitlin says strength. He replies again, no. And Ryan says the correct thing, which is apparently surprise. <laughs> <laughs> which that, that was a surprise to me as being the correct answer. <laughs>
0: they need really good
1: surprise. Yeah. Yeah. And I Like, normally, like, I, I guess I have watched a lot of kind of Hong Kong action movies as a kid, but like, normally I guess that would be like knowledge or experience would be kind of what they're going for. Although maybe yeah. it's like a Sun Tzu thing, is like, you know, the. Um, you know, surprise of a thing's greatest magic mm. or something. I don't know. Uh, I've not read it because I'm I'm not a military person. Why would I read it? Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. So uh, Tao is like, right, okay. I've got this Tao Dojo branded ribbon, which I thought was quite cool. That the prop department <laughs> like made a, a ribbon <laughs> yeah, branded as Tao really Dojo. Good. Um, and I'm gonna hang it from my belt, and you gotta get it from me without me noticing. Go. And I guess we spend, like, half a day <laughs> with the troopers just messing about trying to steal uh, Tao's, uh, uh ribbon from his belt. And it's a really cool
0: sequence, actually. Yeah, like, all of those little scenes I really enjoyed. There was, like, some, like, really nice sort of, like, stunts and action stuff. Uh, mm. Like, uh, towels, like, feather dusting some stuff on a shelf or whatever, and Ryan yep. comes up and tries to take it, and then he sort of, like... Pack flip. There's a flip, and then he, yeah. like... Drops a glass of water, like loads of stuff happens. It was yeah, yeah, really...
1: no, the, the glass of water one was was my favorite. Um, actually, no, there was, well, let's go through all three of them because why not? Because I think the glass do. of
0: water one that was the first one, wasn't it? That was the
1: first one with Ryan. So basically, uh, it starts off with Tao like watering some flowers with a glass of water, and immediately I'm thinking, hmm. what? But it makes sense <laughs> with, with what they're <laughs> doing because like Ryan sneaks up on him, he goes to grab it, but uh, Tao notices, just like lets go of the glass, flips Ryan moves a chair so ryan can land on it and then catches the glass before it hits the floor and like the editing is great uh like uh you know having to go at them earlier this was good the um all the shots and the editing made complete sense it wasn't like a marvel movie where it's just like oh i, I guess that happened this like <laughs> yeah this this made sense it was great really cool and um i think my one of my favorite parts about this is that the troopers were, were like they weren't mad that tau beat him they were like wow this is really cool what you've done Tao you know completely yeah. kicking my ass <laughs> I laughed at this bit both times like uh, Tao's like just doing some uh, kind of what looks, what looks like um, Tai Chi or just you know kind of Kung Fu mm. and <laughs> like in a shadow behind uh, like the panel like a fucking Panto or a Kabuki play <laughs> c- comes uh, the evil bad guy JB with his bow staff um, and uh, Tao's like not having that and he just grabs the bow staff and flips <laughs> <laughs> flips jb over it's great uh and yeah caitlin tries to go for him when he's dusting and he just backflips over her and sort of like points the duster at her and uh yeah they all failed and and he's like aha okay so you know you have your normal five senses but you need to develop your sixth sense lesson over and we never hear about the sixth
0: sense <laughs> yeah again. i would maybe that's chinese magic
1: <laughs> yeah well not normally like um in, in martial arts stuff it's normally your uh you know i can sense your murderous intent or whatever yeah or, um your bloodlust um <laughs> but like you know it could be uh linked to kind of uh ryan finding a center and using all of the stuff he has f- with him and it could be used to figure out how to fight an invisible opponent
0: but they don't really do that so no i mean Either way, it was yeah, it was a good scene. And yeah, like you said, it was nice that they were like, wow, that was really cool. Thanks for making us look like chumps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um,
1: so yeah, after that little mon- montage. Um, uh, where are we going? Sorry, I've lost my thing in the notes. Uh, oh yeah, okay. So after that little montage, uh, Grimlord wants to test the uh, invisibility potion. Uh, and uh, like all of his warriors, monsters and mutants and robots and whatever he called them in that first episode. Yeah. Um, they they volunteer to be in it, and he's like, no, actually, I want to give it to Jeb, because Ryan still is <laughs> always worried about his dog disappearing.
0: I, I feel like it should be noted that in this scene, uh, Decimator put himself forward. Yes. And then Grimlord specifically said no, because you're... I'd love you too much or something along those lines. He didn't <laughs> he didn't want him to do it, but I love you Decimator, too much. son deci- Decimator offered. And that's yes. that's important towards the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's true. Yeah, yeah. Um so uh, you know, Grimlord uh
1: decides that. Uh and uh, we cut back to the dojo when Ryan and JB are doing a little sparring thing. Uh but they all decide to finish and just hang out on the steps, drinking some water. In the, you know, the, the lovely cross city sun. Um, and, uh, you know, Ryan flippantly jokingly says, hey, you know, look after the dojo while we're gone, Jeb. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, so so he does, I guess. Um, yep. And some skugs appear, but they were disguised as <laughs> <Opics>. stuff. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so we had, one was a uh, uh, the, the, the oh, punching bag, that's what it's called. Yeah, the punching yeah. bag. Uh, another was what either looked like a punch bag or just a very long bag, um, <laughs> and the other one was <laughs> was a wooden post. Uh, good thing he wasn't like a load bearing scud, <laughs> otherwise That's the whole fine. building would have come down. Uh, but it's great because literally the next scene you see, um, like they've literally kind of like cut through <laughs> the um, the post at the top to kind of have the scud go there, which you know, great commitment to the to the whatever joke they were trying to do. Yeah there, <laughs>
0: Um. So, uh, Jeb, you know, he, he runs away from the from the skugs, and they they chase him around. Uh, and then the skugs bring out this sort of laser thing. Yeah. Uh. So I guess the laser is imbued with potion. I don't know. Um. Yeah. And they stand there and they they fire at a Jeb, and then then he turns invisible. Yep. And uh, at which point he then starts making like
1: bad puns about people seeing him like a well look at me now and oh uh, you, God, so, you have so to see bad. this and uh, <laughs> all that kind of crap uh, <laughs> uh it turns out though that this was the skugs like worst thing they could have done because uh jeb decides to fuck them up um <laughs> <now> <laughs> yeah he, just, he,
0: he beats the shit out of them. he's like yeah. tripping them up he's like uh, making them fall over chairs and stuff and yeah like uh, like
1: they, they there's a lot of fun tricks in this episode because yeah, this 94 so uh it'd be ch- it was cheaper to just like put a little string onto the capes so they could kind of yeah. move as if jeb had done it um and so there's a lot of fun like that with uh you know jeb pushing people over some great physical comedy you know pushing those chairs all the while, apparently, he's been barking and yelping, and the people and the Tao and friends <laughs> outside have just been like, "Yeah, he's just attention-seeking." So <laughs> yeah, they're just like, "Go
0: listen to that dog; he's always barking."
1: <laughs> well, there's a term for it with dogs, like um, separation anxiety. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, and finally, Ryan's like, "Oh, whatever. I'll, I'll go check on it." <laughs> and seeing three scugs on the floor, he's like, "Hey, what's going on?" <laughs>
0: Um, so you see, I thought the whole turning Jeb invisible was a bit of a weird plan because, like, what's it really going to achieve? Uh, because Jeb can just be like, "Oh, hey, they turn me invisible," <laughs> which he does instantly. Yeah. But also, like, you know, they've got the professor who can uninvisible him, which you know he does. So, I don't know. It was a bit, bit odd. It was like, why use Jeb for this? But whatever. Um Yeah. So, I mean I guess
1: it was a test but they they could have done literally anything else and not give
0: their plan away I suppose. Yeah, so, they could have done it on like an object even. <laughs> <laughs> um so then uh Ryan fights the Skugs, and it wasn't until quite near to the end of the fight that I realized they were playing the Skug song because the mix it was like a really slow
1: ballad version of the Skug yeah, song. <laughs> <laughs> ballad
0: version. <laughs> yeah it was really weird it was playing like really quietly in yeah. the background it's like just don't have it if you can play it that quietly mm-hmm. uh it's a nice fight scene i like the choreography uh yeah i
1: like that ryan kicks kicks a skug so hard he then yells at the screen because he's happy with his kick um <laughs> <laughs> uh and then jeb trips them all up by uh pulling the rug literally from underneath them and uh, they all bash together and uh evaporate whatever they do
0: <laughs> yeah explode the song says that they explode but that's yeah. definitely not what they do they just kind of uh, fizzle out gone. yeah <laughs> uh,
1: hopefully that load-bearing skug went back to being a load-bearing skug. <laughs> i <Yeah>. hope so <laughs> yeah um so uh yeah and like Tao and the rest of the uh, troopers kind of come in while ryan is busily trying to quickly tidy the place so that Tao won't notice. I don't know, there's been plenty of Skug fights in there. I don't think he'd care that much. Um, yeah. But uh, towel is just very confused because Ryan is being very bad at hiding everything and <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Ryan has to explain to the troopers like, oh, Jeb is invisible and like, <laughs> JB just gives him like the most, what the fuck look like, <laughs> invisible. <laughs> and he goes, I'm, I'm doing it what? like You can't say it, but I'm doing it like, like invisible. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, and then Jeb was like yeah I'm invisible got any guacamole invisible guacamole <laughs> um.
0: um. so after that and after Ryan's finished sort of jostling everything in the dojo around to make it <laughs> look like it was all in order um, we get this amazing scene where they're walking along uh, like in the park or something and they've got one of those like joke <laughs> invisible dog leads <laughs> I love this so much <laughs> Imagine how much fun this episode was to make. Like,
1: uh, I mean, they probably didn't even need to make this as a prop. I mean, I, I think LA has got lots of different prop store stuff, but like, you know, just go to the local joke store and get your uh, <laughs> yeah. invisible dog leash.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that no, I was amazed by that. I was like, wow, well, that's a pretty clever use of like a just a, a joke thing. Um, also, it's just occurred to me,
1: I don't think they ever put Jeb on a leash otherwise. <laughs> No, it was
0: like li- literally just for the gag. It's just for the gag. Great, I, I, I... the commitment to the bit, perfect. <laughs> um, as they're walking along, for some reason, uh, Percy is sneaking around taking photos of them. Yeah, very uh, weird. I don't really know why he. I, he just suspects they're up to something. Uh, Which not... is right. Here
1: they are. <laughs> yeah. <but laughs> not... it's... But not what he thinks. He thinks that, oh, you've smelt a story. Like, no, not really, mate. We just got. We just need to f- fix our invisible dog, you know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love that, yeah, they just said that as a joke. Like, yeah, whatever. And then uh, just Jeb takes a huge bite out of Percy's hams. <laughs> yeah, and
1: like rips off the seat of his trousers <laughs> as
0: well. <laughs> um, yeah, that was weird. I can't remember whether Percy said he was going to actually do anything, or whether he was just sneaking around with a camera. I think that was it. That uh, really... He was going to follow them or something, I can't remember. <laughs> but then we never see him again. We never see so... him again
1: because, of course, there's VR troopers and why would <laughs> why would you need to introduce Percy <laughs> at some point to then have him later? Um, yeah, that. Yeah, I noted that down, of course. Um, but uh, I guess while they're messing about with Percy, Grimlord uh, orders an assault to start or whatever. I can't remember the exact wording, I think I just like watched it and then realised I hadn't made notes and was like, yeah, I don't think it's that important. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I didn't even make notes of that bit, so it couldn't have lasted that long or <laughs> been that important. Nope. Um, so apparently they've walked all the way to the sci-fi bedroom.
1: Well, they told in the previous scene they were walking to to caitlin's car which i guess is why they had her car later on but oh, it does, yeah that but sense. the way they edited it does look like they walked all the way to the yeah, sci-fi patreon so
0: <laughs> yeah i i missed them saying that they were getting the car so it just looked like he just walked all the way down. i was like wow that was a walk
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh maybe you can walk the invisibility out of a system
0: you know. <laughs> <laughs> just sweat it out even though dogs don't sweat nope um so yeah it turns out the uh the Professor can indeed fix invisibility, um, but he's going to need to not do it yet. Um. <laughs> he needs
1: to make some calculations, which uh, JB says will take a long time or, or something.
0: And uh, apparently, um, if Grimlord has the power of invisibility, then he's unstoppable. Yeah. Um, i get, get into yeah. all those
1: ladies changing rooms, um, he can... Uh, what are the things people do with invisibility? Uh put pull wedgies on the teacher, um <laughs> walk into a bank, uh that kind of crap. Yeah. Um but it's funny though because um they have like Jeb jump on the table uh, and his collar stays there mm. and the professor's like, "Oh yes, you can use your VR visors to see him." And it's like it's like this kind of augmented reality thing of like seeing uh Jeb. And it kind of, I to me it implies that because we know what Jeb looks like and because his collar is there, they know where, you know, the shape of Jeb, but uh, later on it just turns out to be complete magic, and because of the, because of the, the advisors visors, <laughs>
0: they're just able to see invisible stuff. So uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, just, it's just complete magic. Yeah. <laughs> um. So after all of that, the troopers head off to find uh, uh, a little rip in reality. Uh, I think there was a conversation somewhere that I completely. Oh he missed.
1: was he was saying something like, Oh you know, they'll leave Jeb there to do all the calculations or whatever but uh, you know, be on your guard because Grimlord is clearly up to something, blah blah blah. So they get in Caitlin's car and um uh backseat driver J B is like, Look, there's a tear and or a rip or a breach in the reality barrier Um because they got a little V R reality breach sensor <laughs> in the car, which I thought was quite funny. Uh, although they have, like, standardised their UI for the VR stuff now. At least, you know, I'll
0: give them yeah. that much. <laughs> um, so, as they're driving towards this little rip in reality, a monster on a motorbike comes racing out from out of nowhere. and yep. uh, and he, like, he's about, like, 10 or 11 o'clock relative to the car. So Ryan yells,
1: mutant at 1 o'clock. Um, <laughs> and uh, yet they still, I guess, you know,
0: <laughs> are able to chase him. <laughs> in the air and on the ground. <laughs> Yeah, I I thought it was gonna be like just a car chase at first, but then they they took off and flew around for a bit, and then they were like, nah, let's just land. Actually, mm-hmm. well, they they kind of
1: used some cool uh, metalda footage of that red car kind of yeah. chasing the bike, which I
0: thought was quite cool, like you know, sliding around some dirt roads and stuff. <laughs> um, so uh, as they're uh, chasing the the mutant as well, uh, they use the the mutant VR scanner, which <laughs> is. Which is new. Yep. I love it. Um, And the professor reveals uh, that they'll be facing Spitbot. <laughs> Watch out, because he spits. And it's explosive <laughs> <Like once>. spit. <gasps> yes. Uh, and I've written in
1: my note here, I don't think he uses it, lol, because I couldn't even remember him using it the first time I watched the episode, so... Uh, but <laughs> he, he does, uh, just <laughs> that one single time he uses his explosive saliva.
0: <laughs> I d- did did something explode or did he just some spit? ground <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah uh but yeah
1: they chase him down um and transform but uh, it's a trap and grimlord has sent an air assault
0: as well oh just before before they got out there was a little bit of ADR and uh, oh yeah JB said this is not how i thought my day would go and we've had that line twice in this episode <laughs> I never asked for this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> classic. Um, um. Uh, yeah, so there's an aerial attack, so I guess they better split up the team. Yep, Ryan, I hate split up the team,
1: Steel splits up the team. Um, <laughs> and he goes off to fight out Spitbot and JB and Caitlin go go off to do some heavily reused band footage we've had many times before. Apart from one bit, which made me laugh, but like some scugs are shooting at them with machine guns. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so um, Ryan is fighting Spitbot he uses. He gives him, like, a massive punch to the stomach, uh, and then Spitbot does a spit, and some explosions appear next to Ryan, <laughs> and that's the only time he uses his split, spit.
0: Uh, Ryan closes in for a big punch, and he disappears. Bye. Um, that's sort of interspiced with some boring jet stuff, and then yeah. uh, Ryan gets lasered by some portaloos, which are yep. on, a, on a cliff nearby. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then
1: it's very... Um, uh, like the, the Beast Wars uh, cartoon, where like every everything is shooting a different kind of laser or laser <laughs> beam style thing. Like something seems to be shooting lightning. Other thing is doing like like a, a red kind of laser full beam. Something's like pulsating blue or something. You know, it's ridiculous. Yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, and he's running away from those spit uh, from those spit bots from those uh and it forces him into a bit of an ambush
0: from some random bots who we never see again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. I don't know what that was about, they were just like, they didn't have names I don't think they even spoke they were just there, there was yeah. a bit of an attack and then uh, then Spitbot comes back and he's got some kind of long cock arm a bit like yeah. Crabbot had um,
1: I, I've written down there he gets captured by Spitbot's tail extendable penis <laughs> uh, and, I, and to be honest it looks like an extendable dick so uh, that's what we're going yeah. for <laughs> uh,
0: Toxoid uh, shows up but all he really did was sort of just whinge <laughs> Isn't that what he always does to be? <laughs> <So. laughs> yeah, it's very so. Yeah, uh, but
1: Ryan is fighting Spitbot, and every time he kind of is about to land a hit, Spitbot disappears because, as we all know, when you go invisible, it means that nothing can touch you as well. So yes, um,
0: that's exactly how it works.
1: Uh, although I think, like going by stuff later, I think it's supposed to be image projection, which I think they've had before in yeah. this footage. But uh, anyway, um, Ryan is like, "Oh no!" He keeps going invisible. And the professor's like, Oh yeah, use your VR focus analyzer, like before with Jeb. And, as I said before, he magically just sees that spitbot is by a cliff.
0: <laughs> uh, Toxoid was doing this sort of disappearing thing as well, and uh, oh, yeah. at one point, it's just one swift kick to Toxoid, and then he just turns into steam and vanishes. Yeah, leaving a charred, <laughs> a charred, re- charred remains on the floor, which is weird. But,
1: um... Yeah, so he uh, sees Spitbot by the cliff Apparently Spitbot does not see Ryan Slowly running up to him and giving him A good old punch um, And then he ties uh, him up with his own penis and, uh, and then he just drop kicks him And he explodes Tokusats remains undefeated You know How often can you tie someone up With their own dick and then kick them And that's enough to make them explode Really, come on
0: it doesn't. It doesn't come up often, but when it no. does, <laughs>
1: uh, the troopers are like, "Oh yeah, how did you do? How did you do? Oh wow, well, okay, you know, having their own like post match report, and then they do that the, the almost the Power Rangers
0: hands and center <laughs> thing, but instead they say we are VR. <laughs> and then, okay. Instead of raising their hands up, they just put them further down. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes, I've got <forgot> that.
0: <laughs> uh, so we cut to Grimlord and. For some reason, he's really angry with Decimator, even though he offered to help. But he's yeah. blaming him. It's like, oh, you because of you, we didn't, we lost you. Like, oh, why can't you just defeat the VR troopers? And it's like, but he, at the beginning of the episode, he said he would do it. But you were like, no, no, I love you too much, Decimator.
1: <laughs> I, I love you, son. You're too important to me. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, Grimlord can't can't have anyone else you can't blame himself for these failures of his schemes so yeah no never
0: <laughs> um
1: and what have i got here oh yeah so the troopers uh go back to the sci-fi bedroom and uh they only partially restore jeb like only like the front half of him turns visible uh, yeah. and then jeb makes a joke about don't step in, in my invisible shit and uh <laughs> and uh yeah that 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 was it and it ends with ryan saying Life would have been terrible without Jeb, but I always trusted that the professor would bring him back, just like I trust I'll see you again, Dad. Again, not raised really at all. to... <laughs>
0: no, <laughs> the whole it beginning was... thing. He was, he was just saying words, really. Um. Yep. Also, like Jeb was still there, you just couldn't see him, but like, he didn't really. He wasn't like dead or. No. But uh, whatever, <laughs> just. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so uh, and none of them develop a sixth sense to uh, take out <laughs> Tao or any future invisible <laughs> opponents they might have. Um, not yet, anyway. Not yet. <laughs> uh, and that's, that's it for this episode. Next one is called Nightmares. I wonder what that will be about.
0: Probably not Nightmares going by the naming conventions <laughs> of this <laughs> stuff. Probably not. Um, um, I was surprised by this episode. I didn't end up yeah. taking that many notes for it because I just Same. kind of enjoyed it.
1: Yes, same. No, it was. Um, I think I mentioned to you on DM yesterday. Actually, this is yeah. a pretty good episode, and you were like in complete uh, uh, disbelief <laughs> at this. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, and like you know, there are bits that didn't really connect properly. There was like hints at story ideas that didn't really meld into the whole thing. There was the weird editing right at the start, but generally, like, pretty solid episode. Like, no one was stupid. Um, there were some good <laughs> fights. Um, uh, even if the spielbound footage was a bit heavily reused, kind of. Sh- techno bazooka stuff we did get that brief bit of like skug shooting at them with like world war one machine guns which was very very funny Um, yeah and uh yeah yeah the resolution fine you know uh and the portaloos actually being used as a (laughs) weapon was quite funny so uh, i I
0: forgot that they were a thing even so it was nice for them to to show up and (laughs) laser off of the cliff yes
1: apparently the footage from this was uh, from episode called um oh emperor nero's is and i think um Matilda possibly figures out nero's like kind of businessman identity in the episode oh. so um yeah well because if you, i remember if you remember when they they show the um portaloos there's like a figure kind of programming them and i think i guess that's one of the the main bots it wasn't Spitbot, but from yeah. a distance it looks sort of like it was um Metalda's human form but i could be wrong about that so um hmm. Yeah, like imagine if you found a way to kind of use the portal loose to go to the ghost
0: bank and yeah. uh, figure shit out. <laughs> yeah. What a sentence that was. Use the portal loose <laughs> to go to the ghost bank.
1: Oh, it's, it's how Mario got to the Mushroom Kingdom, you know. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, not a bad episode, you know. Uh, especially for VR Troopers, like it was pretty good, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I guess we haven't got anything else to say about it, do, do you? <laughs> no, I just. Yeah, just shock that it was. You know, it was an all right episode. Yep, uh, and it didn't have any uh, uh, um, battle grid, so that's that's no a plus. Um, oh um, yeah. yeah, I
0: think that that definitely <laughs> helped because always helps. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, so yeah, I, I guess that's it for episode twenty four. Cranky twenty four of yeah um, twenty four VR Troopers. Um, uh, twenty six on this first volume. So we're near the end of that. That's quite cool. Um, yeah. Uh, And I do have the second volume for when we eventually get to that. Um, So (laughs) that'd be cool. Uh, But yeah, so uh, that's it for the Take Me Back to the Virtual Reality podcast. Take Me Back to the Virtual Reality. Wow, okay, I don't even know the name of this whole podcast. Let's let's do that again. So that's that's it for uh, Take Me Back to my Virtual Reality. Um, Where can people find you online, Mark?
0: You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at... Bozo Robo which is B O Z O R O B O um I'm am d- doing a whole bunch of stuff at the moment uh yeah. hopefully in fact no not hopefully definitely by the time this episode comes out uh I'll be able to talk about it but for now I can't and it's driving me nuts because I've got <laughs> so much cool stuff just bubbling away in the background nice it, it it'll be good it's all all comic stuff and it'll be radical where can people find you Rob, uh, I look forward to it.
1: But yeah, people can find me at, on Twitter and Instagram as well at Rob Thez, R O B T H E Z, and uh, yeah, I talk about toku stuff. And I'm um, currently watching Ultraman Orb, which is quite fun. Uh, just finished Die Ranger, which was excellent. Um, nice. Yeah, I think uh, it's payday tomorrow, so I'll get myself some O Ranger because never seen any O Ranger yet. So um, yeah. Uh, uh, otherwise, yeah, you know, I talk about Raspberry Pi because I work a bit for Raspberry Pi on the magazine, The Magpie. Uh, I, I by now, by the time this is published, I might be a YouTuber. <laughs> I got my model <laughs> in the works, so uh, that's a thing. But also, uh, if you want to become a living cartoon, a VTuber of your own, I also do rigging, so uh, you know, hit me up for about that. Uh, but I think that's it for me uh, for the podcast. You can follow it on Twitter at uh, my VR podcast where I sometimes tweet random screenshots I find funny from uh, (laughs) VR Troopers. And Mark will tweet kind of like, cool. oh, here's a cool toy or (laughs) behind-the-scenes photo. That was kind of pretty badass. Um, And uh, otherwise, yeah, you can listen to us on uh, iTunes and Spotify, and just look us up in your search function in your podcast app, Majig. And uh, yeah, make sure to give us a a good review because we deserve it. You know, five out of fives only. And um, yeah, I think think that's it. Uh, We'll see you next time. Episode 25 Nightmares. But remember, we all are VR.
0: Yes.